Good morning, good morning once again. Good morning and welcome. You know, you and I, we chose to rise up early and to spend time with the Lord to set this day in order that it's going to align with heaven for as King David found, God is his safe place. Can you say that? God is my safe place. That there is no risk of failure with God. For the Lord is my Savior, my hero, and my life-giving strength. So is God your safe place? Knowing there is no risk of failure with God? King David then goes on to say, Trust only in God every moment. Every moment. Trust. Trust only in God. And God sent to King David all the love you need. All the love you need is found in me. Wow. Praise the Lord. Wonderful to know that there's no risk or failure with God. And that all the love that we ever need is found in our Heavenly Father. Hallelujah. Well, we have a great team this morning, so I want to introduce them to you. We have Minister Randall Gorey, and he is going to bring the morning's devotion to us. So let me say good morning. How are you this early hour, Minister Randall? Good morning, Mother Heather. I am absolutely fantastic and excited about this great day that the Lord has made. Amen. You're excited. Praise the Lord. I pray that we all are excited because we woke up this morning. Amen. Hallelujah. Because the mothers didn't wake up, but God gave us this day. So, yes, praise God. And we look forward to the devotion in a few moments. And we also have uh, Minister Helena Marty with us. She is going to uh, pray over the prayer requests that we've received and to share any praise report. So let me say good morning to Minister Helena. How are you doing? Good morning, Mother. I am doing most excellent. And just as Minister Gori said, I am excited to see what God has for us today. <laughs> amen. Amen. You know, think about that. We should be excited every day to see what God has for us. We should. Excite, excitement. Excitement, you know. Children get excited when when they know that something is coming their way that they've been wanting. Well, you know, can we get excited to know that our God, he was already up and waiting for us because he never sleeps nor slumbers. So he's been waiting for us today with excitement. He's excited so if the Lord is excited to be with us, why not us be excited to be with him? My name is Heather Dawson, 
and I am the facilitator for the call this morning, and I am excited to be with you. Hallelujah. So as we press in during this time, we always want to give honor to Bishop, Bishop Carl Smith, and to Pastor Adrian uh, this day. And we ask God to move in them and through them as never before. We ask for God's divine protection over them. May they remain strong in their faith. And may the blood of Jesus protect them and their family. And so I say to each of you that are on the call this morning, if you're a pastor, a lay person, if you're part of the clergy, if you're friends, friends that have been invited to join the call, and to intercessors, bless you. Bless each and every intercessor that spends time hearing the voice of God and responding. And to our New Destiny family, I say welcome. The Father says welcome. We're glad that you are part of the call this morning. So, Father God, we welcome you this morning. Lord Jesus, we welcome you. And precious Holy Spirit, you are welcome. We give this time we have together to you, asking for your anointing to be upon Minister Randall as he ministers the word with clarity and with authority, that which you have placed within him. And I pray for Minister Helena as she leads out in anointed prayer this morning over the requests and the needs of others. I pray that you will guide her. Guide her as she prays. May she pray according to your will and your purpose, Father. These things we pray in Jesus' name. So, Minister Randall, we're ready for you this morning. Please come. Thank you so much, Mother Heather. Just want to again just say good morning and honoring uh, Bishop Smith and Pastor Adrian Smith, acknowledging all the clergy that are on the line this morning, all of our visitors, and uh, definitely uh, new de- uh, the New Destiny family for just being a part of what God wants to do on this morning. So let's go ahead and dive in. This morning's devotion comes out of Romans, the 15th chapter the 14th verse, and it's entitled this morning that you are stuffed full of God's goodness. And when I first read the title of this devotion, I kind of thought a little bit about how a teddy bear gets made. When you start putting the stuffing into a teddy bear, it starts to really get stuffed with the good stuff that's going to make it the teddy bear that someone is going to want for a lifetime. But then at some point when that teddy bear gets all that great affection and all that great love over the years, it begins to burst the seams in which it was sewn with the stuffing that is in it because that stuffing is the goodness of what makes that teddy bear good. And so in the 14th verse of this 15th chapter of Romans, 
It reads, My dear brothers and sisters, I am fully convinced of your genuine spirituality. I know each of you is stuffed full of God's goodness that you are richly supplied with all kinds of revelation knowledge and that you are empowered to effectively instruct one another. The 15th chapter of Romans, beginning from the 14th verse through the 21st, really begins with Paul's assurance to the Roman Christians that even though his approach to teaching them is a bold approach, that Paul knows that they are full of goodness and knowledge. His mission has always been a God, God-led, and it's to preach the gospel to the Gentiles, which those that are not Jewish, those who have never heard the gospel before. And so the Apostle Paul speaks like a proud papa of the work that Christ has accomplished through him in bringing the Gentiles to faith in Christ. So Paul knows that Christ has done, the, has done this through the power of miraculous signs and of the power of the Holy Spirit. So we as the believers in the church are full of goodness, filled with all knowledge, and to instruct one another. So looking specifically at the 14th verse, the Apostle Paul begins a new section of his letter to the Christians in Rome. And it's very likely that he hasn't met all of these members because he's a church planter, not necessarily a local pastor, but he's within the church. He's building the church, so he's encouraging the people. So he knows that a little bit these believers are doing the best they can to be the best that they can. He's been feeding them the word of God, and he's been watching their growth, and he's been putting them in position to get further equipped to be able to go out and to teach each other. We are to make disciples of men. We are to allow others to see from the goodness that we have why we have that goodness by showing them who Christ is. But going into the 16th chapter, just a little, Paul knows that there are other people in Rome and those that are in leadership. He's aware of the surroundings in the area that are a part of the growth in the area. So he's likely unaware of what's going on. He's not likely unaware of what's going on among the believers in the city. So the Apostle Paul, based on this chapter, can both praise and express his concern for the people. He calls them brothers and sisters. And he tells them that he is satisfied in two things about them. And so the first one is the Paul believes that the Roman Christians to be full of goodness, meaning that they have a reputation for doing the right things and being kind and generous. Because that's what Christians do. We do the right thing the best we can. We show kindness because that's an imitation of Christ. And we are generous because we are to give unto those who are less fortunate than ourselves, demonstrating love. The second would be that he understands uh, them to have a good knowledge and to have the ability to teach that knowledge to each other, to one another, what they have learned under him to be full of goodness. But by this, he simply means that he believes that they have learned well from him, 
in that they're teachers also within this fellowship have done their job to teach good Christian truths to the point that many of them are even able to teach those truths to each other. Because of Second Corinthians 5.17, it declares that we are full of God's goodness. We are full of God's goodness. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things become new. So likely the two ideas are connected. But Paul believes the Roman Catholics to be full of goodness and in their behavior because they are full of knowledge about God and his grace to them who are in Christ. When I'm reading this devotion and I'm thinking about all that Paul was doing to church at the time to make sure that the believers were equipped to be able to be sent out to do the work of God within the community so that others would see that God is not absent, but he's in them. So when you accept Christ, you are full of his goodness. So at New Destiny, our bishop is our apostle. He makes sure that we're fed adequately with the bold, unadulterated, uncompromising truth of the gospel consistently weekly. It's because of this approach to God's calling that Bishop knows that we are full of goodness and knowledge. He never takes time off. In the event that he needs an occasional rest or some or for or some unforeseen event and it needs his immediate attention, we're never left without a good spiritual meal as we have anointed leaders of the clergy to step up and to serve. It's because of this awesome leadership that we're equipped to go out into the surrounding region and to win a soul and to share the gospel with someone who has never heard it before. We consistently hear of how proud he is to have us as a church because of the faithfulness, commitment, and consistency through our attendance, our serving, and our giving. The encouragement that he gives is essential to the growth of a healthy church. Bishop Smith challenges us to grow our faith and pursue the will of God at all times. He blesses his heart to appear our successes and testimonies of God's faithfulness in our lives. He prays regularly for the same anointing that's on his life to be upon ours so we can excel and fulfill the plan of God in abundant living. So as members of this church body, we are to be reflective of our leader, the same compassion for Christ, to love and to serve all people and to help them to receive Christ as Lord and Savior. So being full of goodness is about having a reputation for doing the right things according to the scriptures and being kind through love and generous through giving of our time, our talent, and our resources with all of this goodness imparted to us from Bishop and the leadership of this house. We are truly equipped in our Christian troops to teach them in our communities first, families and our workplaces to each other. So like Apostle Paul, let's be prayerful for all our bishops, our pastors, and our leadership for the great work in which they have been called to equip the Church of Jesus Christ for the continual building of the kingdom of God. We're stuffed with God's goodness because he fills us up on the inside with himself. 
We should allow him to fill us until the things begin to burst. We need to be productive in the works for the church and to be the extension of our apostle. He should hear and see evidence of our fruitfulness throughout surrounding regions that brings gladness to his heart, that his work has not been in vain, parting God's word to us to grow, to grow in our gifts, to share with others, and to teach them the truth that continues to build the kingdom of heaven, a healthy church through the goodness of God, from the knowledge of God, to use our abilities for God. Let us pray. Father, in the name of Jesus, bless the bishop and pastor of New Destiny and all of the surrounding regions to continue to pursuing the agenda of God for the growth of faith and service in the church. Bless the words to always be anointed and life-changing so that we are stuck with goodness to go out and to do and to be the voice and the hands of our leader through teaching and sharing the word with others to win souls. Bless the community to be affected by our presence, to live and to serve. Let the good reports pour in from all over the city about what's going on among the believers in the county of Pittsburgh, California. In Jesus' name, amen, amen, and amen. Mother Heather? Amen. Thank you. I love your analogy of the teddy bear. I love teddy bears. I think everybody loves teddy bears. And you know, soon after my husband passed away, one of my small grandchildren went to their mother and said, I don't want grandma to be lonely. I want to buy her a teddy bear. And so I have a teddy bear that was given to me. And that teddy bear sits on the back of a couch and it reminds me it reminds me of the love but as you said we are we are filled with the knowledge we're stuffed with the goodness of god why are we stuffed god stuffs us with his goodness and he mm-hmm. keeps pouring it into us and it is out of the overflow we get overstuffed. Think about that. There used to be the teddy bear factory. I don't know if it still exists or not, but you could go and make your own teddy bear. And it was cute to see what the children would do with the teddy bear, whether they put enough stuffing in them or if they tried to put too much in them. But just think about that, that we are stuffed with the goodness, the goodness of the gospel, the goodness of God, so that we can go out and share that goodness. Hallelujah. Thank you, Minister Randall. Thank you for that word this morning. I pray each and every one of you saw yourself as a well-stuffed teddy bear, ready to bring comfort, ready to be, you know, just embraced, ready to just be able to bring delight, to bring pleasure, to bring whatever 
is needed by a teddy bear, someone filled with the goodness of who our God is. Thank you again. Thank you, Minister Randall. Okay, so (laughs) praise God. Now we're going to go to Minister Helena. This is our time when we come together and we pray for the needs of those that have sent in requests. And also a time when we share praise reports. Because when we receive these praise reports, what does it do? It helps others to believe, to know that if God did it for them, God will do it for me. Because the word tells us he's no respecter of persons. So if he did it for one, he's going to do it for you also. So, Minister Helena, if you will come at this time, please. Thank you, Mother. Thank you so much. Yes, we do have one praise report and few prayer requests. And so thank you all for tuning in. We're going to get into the throne room, and we are going to present these cases, and we are going to thank God for who he is and for being in there waiting for us any time we lock the door and the doors are open for us to enter. And so, Father God, we thank you. We glorify your name. We magnify your name for you are our God. There's no any other God that we can present our cases except you. And so we thank you for allowing us to come to you this morning. We know that it is a privilege and we are not taking it lightly. So glory, glory, glory will always be to your name. In the mighty name of Jesus. We have a praise report from Sister Charlene and her sister Tracy. They wanted to thank God for his faithfulness. Their dad was rushed to the hospital and was released within 24 hours. And we thank God that he does not have any signs or symptoms of stroke. All his vital organs were tested and all are in good shape, excellent working condition. He does have a pinched nerve, which they are believing God for a total, complete healing. And yet, we are believing and we thank you for healing God. We thank God for his mercy and his goodness upon him. Psalm 91, 14 and 16 in the Message Bible says that, If you will hold on to me for dear life, says God, I will get you out of any trouble. I will give you the best of care if you will only get to know and to trust me. Call me and I will answer. Be at your side. In the bad time, I will rescue you and throw you a party. And so we are rejoicing, Father God. Thank you for throwing in a party, throwing the entire family a party. I will give you a long life, give you a long drink of salvation. So just as the psalmist says, it is good to give thanks to the Lord and to sing praises to your name. You are our God. And so we thank you for your miraculous work and for your healing power. Now we have a a prayer request from Lois Ingram requesting prayer for her nephew, Jason Jones, that she wanted Jones to stop drinking and to have Jesus Christ become his strength and his source. So, Father God, Jason is your child. You created him in your own image, and therefore, Father God, we know that he has powers and authority 
that you have given unto him to stand against any attack of the enemy. Any kind of attack of the enemy. We are joining our faith and the power that you have given us through Jesus Christ to rebuke the spirit of alcoholism in the mighty name of Jesus. We come against all strongholds of alcoholism. We rebuke the spirit of drunkenness in the name of Jesus. We break all bondages of time that the enemy has set up before Jason. We send back any, every work assigned, any work that the enemy has assigned on this path, Father God. You created him. He has a destiny. And so, dear God, just because we are presenting this case today, we know, we know that alcoholism is going to be one of his past history in the name of Jesus. We are standing on the word that says in Second Corinthians 5.17, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. So, Father God, we know this is not your will for Jason. And other members that have been struggling, that have been facing similar challenges, Father God, of this kind of stronghold, we ask him that you clean them all. Wipe every unclean spirit that is trying to derail them from the, the destiny that you've already assigned them. We thank you so much, Father God, for listening. Now, Jason, we are calling this alcohol out of you in the mighty name of Jesus. Anytime you smell it, may it make you feel uncomfortable that you will not even drink it in the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you so much, Father God. Now, we had one other prayer request for Mother Heather. asking a prayer for her son-in-law, Dean, who is scheduled for a medical procedure. And so, Father God, we are coming against any spirit of fear right now in the mighty name of Jesus. We are replacing it with faith that everything had already gone well in the name of Jesus. We commend all the crew in your hands, Father God. Lead them in everything that they would do in the operating room. You are a God of order. So everything about you will be done in order and in excellence. No room for error in the mighty name of Jesus. They trust in you and you alone. So, Father God, you said that because he has set his love upon you, therefore you will deliver him and set him on high. He knows you, and so we know everything will go well without any error, without any mistake. In the name of Jesus, we thank you for giving him peace in his mind right now. Glory be to your mighty name. And one more prayer, prayer that has been on my heart is for as to pray for mental health conditions since yesterday. And so, dear God, we are here. We're coming against any suicidal ideation that people are having right now. And we are saying, Father God, you are God. We went through this isolation. And so, dear God, anything that the devil is trying to use against your people, we are coming against that right now. For you are you are a God that heals. And so anyone that is going through any, any distraction in their mind, Father God, we are calling upon your healing power. We are calling upon your healing power to heal their mind. We stand it on Jeremiah 17, 14, that says, to heal anyone that is going through 
any mental disorder right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Save them from any unwanted, Father God, anything that the enemy has plotted. The enemy is trying to use their mind against themselves, Father God. We are calling that you work your miraculous work on them, on their mind. May they know that you are God and you are there for them and that they are fearfully and wonderfully made and that your works are wonderful, Father God. May they receive strength and peace where they feel weak and care. We pray faith into their mind where they see fear, Father God. Second Timothy 1.7 says, You have not given us the spirit of fear, but of power and of love and of sound mind. We pray sound mind unto those that are having those challenges right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Whatever they see, loneliness, Father God, may they feel your presence. May they feel your presence around them in the name of Jesus. May they feel your arms around them. As you said, you will never leave us or forsake us. And so, Father God, may they know that you are. You are among them. You are reaching out to them. We thank you so much. We thank you for allowing us to bring these petitions into the throne room. And we know, we do know, and we do believe that any time we bring any prayers to this throne room, we do get results because you do listen to us. So we thank you. In the mighty name of Jesus, we have prayed. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, Minister Helena. We praise God for that praise report. I know that Sister Charlene Tuckerson and her family are rejoicing at the report. You know, the Bible says, whose report will you believe? We're going to believe the report of the Lord. And we just thank God that he's intervening on behalf of his nephew and that my son-in-law, Dean, is covered this day. And thank you for being sensitive, Minister Helena, to the Holy Spirit and praying for those that are having mental issues. We need to be sensitive, people. We need to know that we need to cover these individuals. Many people, many people are having great difficulty in everything that has gone on and where they find themselves. So thank you for being sensitive to the Holy Spirit and allowing him to pray through you this morning. I want to go back to Minister Randall to see uh, if he has a final word for us this morning. Minister Randall, um, do you have anything else that you would like to share with us? Very quickly, Mother, for the sake of time, I would just say that we have been commissioned to make disciples. And so as disciples, we can also uh, be considered teddy bears. So if you have goodness of God in you, go make another disciple slash another teddy bear to continue building the kingdom of God according to his word. Thank you. <laughs> Love it. Thank you. Thank you. And as Minister Randall said, um, for the sake of time, but, you know, we always want to close out in prayer. So let's go before the Father this morning as we come to an end to this call. But it is the start of a new day, a brand new day. 
and we've come before the Father, and we've heard a word that we're stuffed with the goodness of God, and that we had the privilege and the honor of praying for uh, requests, knowing that God heard and that he's going to answer. So, you know, last night as we heard in our service at New Destiny that the Holy Spirit, the precious Holy Spirit, our Holy Spirit, will guide us into the whole truth. He's not going to guide us just into part, but he's going to guide us into the whole truth. So we thank you, Holy Spirit, for who you are and that you lead us. You lead us to a place of victory. You comfort us. You indwell us, you teach us, you remind us, you testify with us, you convict us, you convince us, you guide us, you reveal to us, and then you help us to worship, making Jesus Christ real in our lives to glorify, to glorify Jesus. May the Lord bless and keep you. May his face shine upon you and be gracious unto you this day. We pray these things in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Know, people, that God love is sufficient and we thank him for this time and for the word and for a time of praying be safe be wise know that you're a stuffed teddy bear hallelujah 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 thank you father thank you thank you Sister Kathy, open the lines and let us worship together. And people, remember, please, as the lines are opened, as the lines are opened, it is a time for you to worship. It is a time for you to pray with your brothers and sisters. Know that when your mic is open, we can hear all things. If you're moving around, if you are standing outside and there's traffic, we can hear. We want to keep this time. We want to keep this time as a time of worship with no distractions of any kind. So, Sister Kathy, open the lines for us this morning. 